Welcome to episode six, guys. We're going to talk about contracts today. I know that doesn't sound fun, but we're going to make it fun, I promise. We're also going to do a new segment. Uh, Stick around for that one for sure. We do some recording uh, independently of one another and ask some questions. You're going to find out a lot about the inner workings of Triflix. It's hilarious. So stick around, check it out. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to Triflix Cast. We are professional videographers and photographers talking about the latest tech tips, techniques, business practices, and a bunch of other stuff flubbed together because we're professionals. <laughs> to my right is uh, Tristan. I'm a director. Oh, oh. Welcome, sir. To my left is uh, David. I'm an office manager and efficiency guy. <laughs> That is his natural that's speaking true. voice. Yes, he'll be doing it the whole time. Because that's how he talks. <laughs> and I'm Cole. I'm the producer here. Um, between the three of us, bing bong, somehow we run a company. It's called Triflix. Yes, yeah. all of us. We're based we out of Columbus, run Indiana. The company. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, what, like an 80, 20? It's like a 40, 50, 40, 50, 50. 20. <laughs> a 50, 50, 50. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's like Apocalypse Now meets The Office. <laughs> Something like that. Somewhere in there. That's where we are. Hey, welcome to The Apocalypse. So I want to credit Daniel, our editor, for the news story today. Mm-hmm. It was his request that we talked about it. Oh, good. I liked it. I thought it. I was All like, right. hey, you know what? He's contributing to the writing yeah. yeah. Or the structure, I should say. We don't really write, but we structure. Yeah, yeah he contributed to a bullet point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what could be a big one? That. Um, not all bullet points are made the same. I guess I'm not on the Twitter. Nope. But uh, David is. I look at memes on the Twitter. There you go. Uh, but uh, Twitter has a new owner. Oh, His name is uh, Elon Musk. He's kind of a that? daddy <laughs> Musk. Daddy Musk got the Twitters. He's the king twit, is what he has been saying. So yeah, the let, did did you let it sink in? Yes. Oh man, <laughs> I wouldn't have let it sink in. That's <laughs> uh, fine. Um, I'm saying that to preface the news story, though, and I don't even know if mm. it was really a news story. It was more again, it was clip from Twitter. Go figure. <laughs> um, but I guess Elon tweeted and asked if they should bring Vine back. Oh, yeah. He's been talking to Mr. Beast about that? Yes. Allegedly? Yes. Through tweets? Okay. Yes. Allegedly? So I don't read Twitter. You know, I I really dig the response from Mr. Beast. So they put it out there. Of course, at the time of the screenshot, Bring Back Vine, uh, it was a poll on Twitter. Who owned owned this originally? Like, is this something Twitter owned or is this just like... Yes. uh, Oh, uh, wow. Vine bought... Or Twitter got got it they bought it when it was really popular and then they just killed it yeah that's and why that, it died so vine it, and musically and all those were like just kind of predated tiktok before musically yeah, yeah yeah so these like all predated yes, yeah. and because they died out this uh, ab- abomination of tiktok yeah came twitter in. took vine out and put it yeah. down for like no reason so no reason at all so, so yeah. twitter still owns the ip for it and that's why he kind of jokingly tossed this out yes yeah. ah so the funny thing was on the poll at the moment that this screenshot was taken um no was 31 percent, and yes was 69 percent. <laughs> wow <laughs> nice who would have thought <laughs> yeah no i i wonder what the what that like age demographic is because tiktok's like relatively young and then probably creeps i think are like the two major demographics of who would be on that platform like twitter oh, over no on on uh tiktok 
So it's like, I wonder if there's like an overlap of like... Well, everyone. I mean, it's one of the more popular services now. Yeah, but I mean like you YouTube mean is... Every, mm-hmm. every platform has like a demographic. Like YouTube is like largely in part, unless it's like YouTube kids, it's like... I'm it's telling you, this is... I mean, other than maybe... Boomer Facebook and all. Other than, you know, probably... I don't know where the threshold is. I'm pretty... I mean, I know Facebook was 13. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's mm. the case with TikTok as well. Uh-huh. Um, if it is, then everything below that, yeah. you know, other than lying about your age. Everything below that no, is obviously not. not the demographic, but it's yeah. like... I just assume that t- it's Twitter... It's very widely w- adopted. I would just assume that Twitter would have an older demographic than TikTok at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Like, for sure. Yeah. Why would people on twitter want a i don't know different version of tiktok you well, know they, what i mean they grew up with vine i was gonna say the thing is is we live in the nostalgia age uh, it's yeah. like remake everything and, and rebrand and throw it all out yeah. there and it's like myspace came back for a little bit right and then it died yeah and they're like you know oh it's such a big deal i was just listening to a podcast the other day and the guy was like it'd be awesome if you could go back and look at your stuff and i was like i agree mm. but that's the thing that they want to play on but the conversation, it was very interesting because, you know, Mr. Beast is no dummy. This no. dude knows his stuff. Yeah. I've... And he was the one of the larger people to reply. And he said, uh, if you did, um, you, if you did that and actually competed with TikTok, that'd be hilarious. So then Elon came back and was like, what could we do to make it better than TikTok? And so Mr. Beast came back and he said, uh, no one is original anymore. Whatever you do will be on every other platform the next month, unless it has a deep moat. Uh, YouTube has shorts, Insta has real Reddit, Snapchat, fa- Facebook, etc. all copied TikTok. Whatever you do, make it hard to copy or it's a waste of time in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Dude, he's, right? He's, he's, uh, Jimmy's something else. The Mr. Beast real name, Jimmy. Allegedly, we don't really know for sure. No never one knows. The, never seen the certificate. Who is the beast? But, yeah, uh, this it, is the beginning of the petition to see Mr. Beast's birth certificate. <laughs> yes. He's uh, he's a really smart I guy. I want to see Jimmy Beast on that birth I certificate. I want to see it. Yeah, I, I would Born love to see more, um, more interviews with him. Beast Alina. Maybe get him and uh, Elon in a room together. I think yeah. it'd be a fun video. If you guys are listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on. If you're come one on of the 13 in. people that listens to this podcast, yeah, come you, on in. Elon and yeah, The Jimmy. two people whose personalities hey. are they have a lot of money. He, well, <laughs> I, I I would disagree with that. That would be a great question for you to ask him, of course. But uh, uh, Jimmy is doing his pod- podcast tour right now where he just yes. goes mm. around and just jumps on podcasts i don't know how much he schedules yeah. but i've wanted to do that we should do that a, a tour yeah i bet if yeah. like you message him be like hey we're small we can't pay anything come on our podcast dude he, he gives, might he, he gives might th- th- hundreds to thousands of dollars to Randos. people for things and it's like i don't think it's a stretch yeah yeah come but that's the- one of those things that's so hard though because you know that people probably ask all the time free publicity yeah yeah you know what i mean like not for the right reasons which i mean i get it's like if mm-hmm. mr beast came on the podcast we'd we'd probably be okay for a while you know what i mean like we'd yeah. get some views and then people would actually find us that'd yeah. be amazing yeah. yeah the initial push yeah right yeah we'd have to follow up but still mm-hmm. i don't know i think it'd be fun but, but yeah, yeah i don't know if you're if you guys are listening come on especially you know what gives me a push a little bit of coffee a little bit of coffee <laughs> right exactly exactly from I thought uh, we we're talking about coffee not eggs yeah, you can have some uh <laughs> eggs with your breakfast at coffee house five <gasps> boom on the sandwiches mm-hmm. 
Would you like? Let's would, roll it out. Would you like to start it? Would you, you like me to? I can start, start it. I can start it. Okay. Are we going to switch off then? We can. We can do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mix it um, up. We're going to read our first uh, ad spot from Coffeehouse Five. Everyone, they're a great coffeehouse. Okay. So mm-hmm. listen, listen close. Um, <laughs> with locations in Franklin and Greenwood, and a soon in Bargersville. I actually just drove by it the other day. It's looking good. Yeah. It's going to have an outdoor section, which I think oh, is going to be really patio. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard some talks about some other beverages being served there. Don't quote me on this. Mm-hmm. I'm just speculation. But hey, it'll be awesome if cool. so. So anyways, a, soon in, a third in Bargersville very soon. Um, Coffeehouse 5 is Johnson County's premier independent coffee shop to relax, study, or meet friends and uh, around great coffee and great food Monday through Saturday. Wow. Whether it's handcrafted espresso or single mm-hmm. origin pour over, you'll enjoy the freshest, smoothest coffee possible roasted in-house at their Franklin location using a unique air bed roasting process and if you want to learn more about that process you go on their website and they have a beautiful video oh my god i don't know who made it I don't have but any, it's beautiful I don't check know it out anybody makes good videos <laughs> we made it um oh. and don't forget Ooh. to pair your coffee with a ham and cheddar scone biscuits and gravy uh, made with their award-winning parmesan chive biscuit or any of their pastries or sandwiches prepared in their franklin kitchen using family recipes and a style they call midwest comfort food as if that's not enough to get your attention <gasps> coffee house five is a for benefit coffee house nice all the profits are invested in building a stronger community through their support of local mental health services which you can read more about on their website coffeehouse5.com that's f-a-f-i-v-e not the number five so next nice. time you're in franklin or greenwood and soon bargersville stop by coffeehouse five nice go check them out guys it's definitely worth it okay we got some Got some mugs here that are nice and fancy and blue and white. I actually just saw the other day that they released um, new mugs with their new logo on it, and it looked like they were black and white, which I think is really cool. Um, I was like, nice. I think they're white with the black specks on it, so I don't know. Looks good. If you had uh, the Husky mugs, you could just swap them in. Yeah, swap them in. We did a video but, for that as well. Yeah. They were supposed to post that, and I have not seen that yet. Oh, get called out. I got to hit up Husky. This person. They're actually a pretty big company. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's slated. I write just ne- next, next May. Yep. Nah. That's the earliest <laughs> their social calendar could post. Right? They're busy. Um, okay, so today, guys, I thought we could talk about, because this is on our minds at the moment, um, oh. contracts and uh, legality the things that come up when uh, scheduling and setting up shoots with clients and things um Mm. a lot of people i think glaze over this fact or this part of the business uh when it comes to photography and videography um there's actually a lot of good resources out on the web to to do to use a template or um have I think there's what uh, Rocket Lawyer and Legal Zoom. Mm-hmm. All these guys have some templates that you can use to at mm-hmm. least get something out there to protect yourselves. And the main reason why we wanted to talk about this is where we've been working to up our game with this. Have some good templates. Have some things set aside. Write in some custom language that you know is specific to what we're dealing with on a day to day basis. So. Um, yeah, I think whether you're an amateur or professional, uh, and I think we fall somewhere in between. Um, mm-hmm. They call us professionals. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's important, and it was one thing that I never did at first, and I wish I would have. Um, what prompted this, and Tristan knows this, uh, we we had a scope change 
and for those of you that aren't aware with that term like a scope scope of the service or the project um uh-huh. as everything that was agreed upon service wise uh you know oh we agreed upon the fact that my team is going to come and we're going to shoot for a day uh and the, this is the rate and this is why we're coming out and this is what we're shooting for and this is the script the story the all the things mm-hmm. the shot list and when those things change sometimes they add things nothing wrong with that more work more money right but it changes the scope and then it changes the amount of money because we work more hours we work more time we do more things what do you mean uh well you, you know i can't ask for more for the same price <laughs> who would have thought right they trapped you there we got you here now you have to do it <laughs> yeah i think i think a good uh analogy is something that i thought about right off the bat when tristan just said it was like when you you know when you go to the car wash and you pick your wash you know you get xyz right you're yeah. like oh i, I paid 15 dollars and i get the under underbody and the wheel bright and the clear coat yep um but if I were to tell them that, pay that, and then roll through and they say, hey, can you uh, can you tack on, you know, uh, rim clean mm-hmm. and I, I don't know, right, a, a wax and a buff, uh, they'd be like, well, that's that's more money. Well, yeah. yeah. Or if you're at a restaurant, you can't, like, if you order, like, a bottle of wine halfway through your meal, you don't get it for free. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So but, why would you expect not? <laughs> but, like, if in our industry, it's a little more nuanced than just, like, uh, a flat rate for certain things so whenever a client's like hey um we're in the middle of a shoot but we want a couple of changes made uh, it's not something that we can like in 10 seconds rattle off a new answer we could just say well it'll cost more um this is our how we would price it out like an hourly rate but i don't know until i sit down to actually look and estimate it so right it's not that um it's not that clients aren't aware that there's changes allocated it's just setting that expectation they right. don't know how much it costs when yeah. they ask for it. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's complicated because it's like um, there's there's three ways that we usually price things out by hour, by day, or by service. Um, and we try to do by service because people like a la carte. It's simple. It's easier for them to understand. And then people from bigger companies are like, I just, I only need you for running a camera, running audio. I just want you here for a day. What would it be for one person for a day? So we try to come up with things that work well for different industries um, mm-hmm. because some people don't like one or the other. So we can, we can offer alternatives. Yeah. And I mean, and maybe, um, maybe it's uh, uh, only us, but I don't think that's the case. I mean, I think pricing is kind of a black box of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, there's resources out there and we've all seen them. And I think if you're, if you're really doing it right, you know, you've got that game kind of figured out and to a certain degree we do, but it's not, you know, trying to cater, we, we like to cater to the customers and the clients and, uh, you know, we're still at the point of needing to take pretty much everything we can handle, uh, time-wise or resource-wise. So, I mean, at that point, you want to be competitive. So, you're like, you're playing all these things, you know, I want to be competitive, but I don't want to be the cheapest. Yeah. Uh, what can I offer to help, mm. you know, to, to help push that cost a little bit more to help me with a larger return on profit in the end. It's like, we're looking at all these factors that come into play. And one of those things is scope change. You know, there mm-hmm. there's comes a point in a project where someone goes, Hey, you know what? It's all good. Throw it in, go ahead and do it. And you're like, are you sure? Yeah. It's going to cost more. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we're just trying to work through this process of setting the expectation up front and the only way i think to do that is not only to verbally have the conversation with your client or your customer but mm. to also be able to 
a, a contract is literally all these terms laid out in front of somebody. Now, whether they read it or not, it's not really our problem, except when it comes up. But the nice thing is it gives you a reference point. Uh, but as long as all parties sign at the beginning, then all expectations have been set and we can move forward. And if anything needs to be changed, everything normally, especially with contract language, it's like, you know, unless mm. all parties agree upon, mm-hmm. which is a great line to throw in there. Well, it depends on the person. So uh, we've ran into that less with um, most clients, less than most. Right. I'd say it's only been a handful of two or three, and it's usually a company that's big enough to have their own legal department. And that's <laughs> even then it's not it, even those companies don't always mind it. Um where like they'll ask for that clause to be included but there's been a handful where they're like i don't like that clause and it's like well why not and they're like well a contract should be a black and white statement and there should be no gray room (laughs) for it to change later on which is hilarious because it's like show me show me an industry that's just it's you know hey here's a contract is black and white i mean that's why you have to pay a lawyer to come in usually because nobody knows how to read that stuff yeah Mm. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, it comes up and you're like, you're reading through and it's like, uh, if the company does X, Y, Z, then this happens unless uh, this decides to be happening. Yeah, and if then, then clauses <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's like the terms of service when you sign up for Facebook, you just go, ah, <laughs> why <laughs> won't you read? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, 90% of contracts, all, all the language that's in there is, is from learned experiences. That's why there's amendment after amendment after amendment (laughs) or addendum, whatever. Because at the end of the day, we're going to pump out this contract and we're going to say, oh, this was great. Then we're going to get burned on one thing and Mm -hmm. we're going to go, okay, add this language in for the next time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's really weird because I always grew up on handshake agreements and it's like the contract is just writing up what you agreed upon. But then you still, every once in a while, you'll deal with somebody who's just... You know whether the paper was there or not they're trying to nickel and dime every way they can it's like i get it you got to run a business but it goes both ways um you want to find somebody that'll do the job well but it's like we also want to find clients that'll are easier to work with right it's right like if you if you've burned too many bridges you're, you're going to run out of either clients or running out of people that are willing to service you yes so yes it goes both ways and at the end of the day right i mean I think everybody gets it. It's like, if you're trying to run a business, that's that's your end goal. And you're working with these clients and these people to make money. And that's 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 the goal. I mean, not only do we enjoy it, we're lucky we get to enjoy what we do on a day-to-day basis, but there is an end goal. I probably wouldn't be shooting every day if I didn't have to. I, you know, if I just had all the money in the world, I'd be going cross, you know, overseas and shooting mm. landscapes and everything and just doing wherever go you know i just hmm. saw freaking peter mckinnon got back from iceland and i was like that's what you do you want to go travel and shoot i would love to landscapes i've always enjoyed landscapes hmm. i mean between that and cars it's like those are the two things that i would just travel like if i could follow a race team yeah. around the world and just shoot i'd do it David, if Triflix wasn't paying all your bills, what would you do? I'm paying all my bills. All your, yeah, bills. All your bills. Yeah, if Triflix yeah. wasn't here, all big, one big, bill. D- big daddy Triflix. <laughs> the water yeah. bill. Just paying them bills. Wow. Where, what would And Cummins and wherever else you may be employed. I don't know. Uh-huh. Wherever that money trickles in. Where, what would you be doing if, if money was no object? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, know. I don't know what I would do with myself. <laughs> I don't think about things that can't happen. <laughs> oh, come on. Why you got to do that? I don't know. Have you ever done I, I improv? Really think, I don't, uh, Have you ever done improv? No. 
Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> you'd be great at it. <laughs> no, we did that once, a Christmas thing. The, 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 the Christmas green screen. So one oh, of the, yeah. One, that, of the, oh. one of the rules of did improv we release is... Any, we released some did. of that, right? No, hey, we released it. it. Yeah. You're, you're well aware the rule, first rule of improv is... You don't never, say no. Don't say no. Yeah. yeah. I want to make sure you... That was a joke, no, right? Yeah, I remember yeah. that uh, very... Uh, <laughs> Very well, because Cole said no to one of my setups in the improv. It was like, what are you doing in the bathroom? It's like, you're not in the bathroom. I'm like, uh. <laughs> Anywhere's like, the bathroom if anyway, you try. The bathroom. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm definitely in the true. bathroom. The, the second rule is don't explain the joke. So we both broke the improv rules. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't go to improv school. So, so that's was, all right. It well, was a horrible idea in general. Well, it was funny. Well, it was fun. It was a good experience. I was just. What was I supposed to say? Uh, we asked you a question about how uh, how you would spend your time if you weren't tri- uh, would, trifling at triflex. The answer is it wouldn't really change much. I would probably still be here. Oh, you're so sweet. I guess. What about you? <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, well. I critiqued your first <laughs> initial answer, but I, I, yeah. I, I, up to this point, I probably haven't given it much thought. Um, wow. Ah. I, All right, Cole. I don't like traveling. <laughs> I know it wouldn't be traveling. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, unless, well, if money's no object, maybe just first class. That's the, what I'm the saying. Pl- the helicopter comes to my house, and then we go. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. But I, I kind of assumed the question was like from, like you, your bills were paid for. It's not that you were just Elon, correct? Tw- Twitter, rich. correct? Yeah. So like, essentially, you don't have yeah. to work for the yeah, money. Yeah, that, yeah. So I just, you know, I, I live on like a standard amount of money and all that. It's like I would. I would probably just be home with my family. Like I, I would still grow a YouTube channel. Like I would want to, <laughs> like, I would want to invest I ditched into my that. Family. I, ditched my family. <laughs> I said, peace out and go to Iceland. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I work a lot more now and I kind of enjoy being home more. Um, but so, I don't think I would, I definitely want to okay. travel. I hate traveling so much. So if you came into a whole bunch of money, would you, uh, just like finish your house and sell it and buy a different house? I, I would probably go build a house. Yeah. I'd probably just, if money, if it didn't matter, it's like I'd give my house away and go build what I want, where I want, and just give it to just, somebody. Yeah, I would build out a, a great studio for myself, and hmm. you know, you guys can come if you want. But if we're all making money, then you guys can go do your own thing. I guess you can come, come if you want. I'm gonna go have a studio. And <laughs> I just want to make farms. YouTube videos all day. <laughs> just, just go make some fun content, make yeah. some short films, go yeah. play with the play with something bigger than a Ronin for once. Yeah, I get that. Hmm. So, I would think we'd also. I, I'd live on a I'm, farm. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know we've always, I mean, right. We've, we've talked about our goal with Triflix is to get creative freedom. And that's part of kind of what we just discussed. But I would hope that when we all converge back into the same geographical area, you know, once I'm back from jet setting, yeah, um, mm-hmm. that we would, you know, we'd, we'd make a small budget, you know, yeah, short mm-hmm. films, things like that. Yeah. No, I, I really like the, the video that you guys did this week um, for Halloween. Which yes. I know by podcast release date, who cares? No, no. I'm talking about it's the Halloween video no, that came correct. out. You're correct. This week, yeah, this yeah. week, yeah. all right. Thanks. You're yeah. on the right yeah. track. No, it was yeah. sick because it, it showed that like in a short amount of time we can still do something fun and creative. It's not a short film, but it is a short, mm. and YouTube it short. still shows like so it's short and short and uh it still shows like a lot of um like some creative liberties and i've always wanted to do some of the style matching of other content so it was cool seeing you guys make something well thank you um i'm really i'm really proud of it i know it's again it's a 60 second vertical short that we maybe put four or five hours in 
collectively between shooting and editing and all the things. Mm. But uh, I, it was one of those things that helped me to realize that I have grown in other ways in this industry. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've told everybody this. <laughs> that was one of the reasons I partnered with Tristan was his video knowledge because I found out very, very quick that I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I understood resolution and frame rate and all these things, but I was that guy that was, I I thought that there was so much that moved over from photo into video that I didn't understand fully. I would just set up and then use my shutter to change light. And you, yeah, you don't want to do that (laughs) in video, (laughs) but I mean there, I think once you start getting in the higher, higher end cameras and shooting raw, it does get a little more similar, at least in the post side of editing and grading. Mm. But yeah, you don't want to change your shutter <laughs> in the middle of a shot. Oh yeah, no, that bad. <laughs> no, I know. ISOs where where you'd want to be or uh, or indies. Well, and I I wasn't really thinking about white balance at the time. I'm <laughs> serious. It, it was just post. pretty much, which which is still bad even with photography because even with raw. I mean, you can change it, but it's still one of those things where at the end of the day, like if you have an intention and you know what your shot if you know what your shot or if you know what you want your shot to look like there's no reason for you not to do it in camera hmm. Hmm. there's no reason at all yeah and if you want to change it later that's fine but if you have a, a original intention do it yeah yeah because there's still only so far you can push an image now you can push a photo a lot further don't get me wrong but still yeah there's still things that it's worth going in and doing it depends i think it it's just comes down to efficiency if you want it accurate it is better to do it in camera but if you're shooting for efficiency and it's like i know that like for for video if i shoot it at the same white balance for a whole house i can go back and color grade by room as opposed to if i try changing it throughout and i get halfway through a room and i realize it was the same lighting as a previous room i might change it so then all throughout my edit or i'll be looking at footage with different variable uh white balances but I, I think it's doable. I think that's what I mean more. I think now, I mean, especially as much as we shoot, I think it's more for efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not for artistic value or merit in a way. No. And I think I'm more worried about composition yeah. when I'm doing something mm. artistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if it was in a paid project, you would, you would take the time to, to lock in the white balance and stuff. Like if it was just you, you're, you're shooting pictures of a mountain or your kid or something. I probably still would. Yeah. Unless it was a moving subject and I was worried, like if I didn't have time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know I can still probably pull out what I want of it, mm-hmm. but there's no reason not to try to get it where you want it. I mean, especially being able to see the image through the screen and go, okay, this is what it looks like. It's hard to look at an image and go, oh, I'm at, you know, 2,800. Yeah. And I'm looking at your skin. I'm like, oh, that that's not, that's it, not what I want. And the funny thing you're is, you're like all artistic things that you can't put in a contract <laughs> this is true this these is, is just true. these are like this is why people come to like a professional because it's like i just want the job done right and you know that's it's assumed that our knowledge can get us there in, yeah in a lot of cases and, and it's, most of the time we can well yeah i mean you know what i mean it's it's that's the beauty of hiring a professional if if you you know if we send you a picture and you're like uh the the skin's too orange. <laughs> <laughs> tomato man. Tomato man. Tomato man. You know we we understand the the things that go into an image that makes it look that way. Yeah. I mean that's the beauty of it is I'm like oh okay it's it's too orange I understand what you mean I understand what you need. 
or just like our client that had the hairy shirt oh yeah yeah I, there dog couple, hair yeah so i went in with photoshop and i removed a lot of it to make it look natural mm-hmm. the goal is natural not hmm. oh there's something wrong with that guy's shirt so cool. i went through and took care of what i needed to i missed a couple images so we sent them sent them back and i took care of them for him but it was like knowing exactly what to do and go in and be efficient about it is part of it as well yeah yeah that's that's a good point and i i would say too it's like a lot of times you know you'll know something's wrong before you'll know what to fix to make it right i would say because it's like you can like walk in a room and you can like you can feel that the like the colors are off like the white balance of the light or the walls or something like you can tell just by looking at something's wrong but you can't always tell immediately what you would need to fix like in camera to to make it look correct but yes. if you can at least identify the problem, you can isolate like two or three solutions that would probably get it there. And then you can just dial in those as opposed to just like you walk in with your camera and you just like start flicking everything until randomly it's like, like evolution. It's like, yeah, if you just, you know, if it just <laughs> enough iterations, eventually it'll look right. Now mm-hmm. try doing that for every room in the house or something or every environment that you're shooting or every scenery or whatever it is that you're doing the project with. It's like, all right, just flick a bunch of buttons until it looks pretty. <laughs> well, there's points of diminishing returns too, right? Yeah. It's like I've sat there before and they're just the the worst incandescent light that just is like <sighs> leans way green and no matter whether you're too warm or too cold, it just looks bad. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to get the mm. correct image until I can go back through and I can pull down sat on greens and yellows. Yeah. And I just can't, I'm not going to take the time to do it in camera and nor do I even think I have the ability to do so. And sometimes it's like, uh, you know, exposed for subject, shoot for subject and all. And we're talking about like rooms and stuff, but it's like, even if you're shooting a person, sometimes there's a value of breaking a rule. So specifically with like white balance or ISO, it's like, if you know what the rule is and you know that it looks bad, but you want it to look that way for a specific type of shot. So there's, um, in the Halloween video, there's a part where you turn the lights off and it's a silhouette of Daniel. It's like, yeah, if you wanted to properly expose for the subject, you would have cranked the ISO so you could see his face again. But like the point was, so you couldn't see his face anymore. So it's like, then there gets into those periods where, um, your environment and like your scene affects the mood. So it's like, I guess something uh, understandable for people that just aren't shooting cameras is like if you go into a room and you change your light bulbs from that orangey brown color <laughs> to the bright white color, like almost a blue hue or something in the middle, it's like those affect how people feel when they walk in the room. It also changes the color of the paint, the color of the floor, the trim and all that. And, um, and, and you think about that whenever you're shooting because that conveys an emotion to the viewer and yeah, you could shoot it accurately, but sometimes you want to break those rules so people feel like um, the Jason Bourne movies, everything's like always really harsh lighting and really gritty. And it's yeah. like, mm. they're probably shooting under fluorescence 24-7. <laughs> and then whenever you see a bright orange light, like a street light or something, it's so noticeable because they're color grading to make it more noticeable. Right. Yeah. It's like really weird stuff like that. And then the shadows are real green, which we did try to do in some color LUTs. Mm-hmm to try to push that with our style too for like the stranger things knockoff where it's like (laughs) that is the aesthetic they did and while it may not be how we would usually shoot for a more commercial production that Mm -hmm. is what is technically correct to replicate someone else's look yeah i heard someone describe that's a major like part of art but they were they're using to describe like uh poems 
uh, poems or like forcing words to be used in ways that you don't expect them to be or not or not traditionally used. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you're taking rules that everybody is familiar with and you twist them. And so it becomes, becomes something that you're not used to and you have to think about it. And it's like a pun or like what, what are, do you, I don't know if you have any, it's kind of throwing you on the spot. I don't, I don't have spot. anything off the top of my head. Uh, but like, you know, it's what you're saying with like, you, you take the rule, like, you know, properly exposing something. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, it's like, you know, like personifying like objects oh, or yeah. like situations. Yeah. And like people don't do that in everyday conversation, but people do that in like poems or right. songs where they take things and they twist them in a way. That would make you like, I didn't, I don't understand, like, why, what, uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, I think we're explaining art. Yeah. yeah. So art is about. I want to say that is what art is. Break You're the taking rules. something and they, you completely do the wrong thing on purpose. Subverting expectations wrong is one of my with favorite quotes. forms of art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Young Gravy just released a new album. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's not somebody you want to listen to if you're, you know. If you're a wholesome boy or girl out there, however, or if, or if your he, children are around, or if your children are around, <laughs> yeah. there there is a, he, on his new album he did release and he references maidenless, which is something mm-hmm. that is never. It's a word that's never used ever, except in one video game that became very popular in this past year, but it does align culturally with like rap music referencing guys that can't get girls and stuff like that. So <laughs> in the same way, like poems subverting expectation and stuff, I just thought it was really funny uh, that artists are still finding pop culture, new pop culture references mm-hmm. in very like niche weird ways and yeah. trying to include it into other more mainstream cultures or are just mm-hmm. like combining two mainstream yeah, cultures that don't have surprising. overlap. It surprises yeah. you and you're like, whoa, yeah, what? You didn't expect that. I did not expect for a very uh, crass rap song to reference a very (laughs) uh, (laughs) Japanese-influenced Western video game. Like, it was just very humorous to me that he would even have uh, overlap in concept. And it's like, I want to try to find those values and, like, how do we take our niche knowledge and weird abstract things and include it into whatever it is that we're making artistically, too? Being creative. Yeah. Being creative. Yeah. There you go. You know another form of art or being creative, yes? Segways. <laughs> Segways. Those are so creative. Segways into ads. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly ones about uh, acting. Yes, and theater. <laughs> oh, my ah. God. Theater. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> you just scrapped the whole segue. Hey, uh, here's an ad. Well, you were you called me out. <laughs> Segways. There's a segue to our sponsor. Are you talking about uh, like the the two wheel ready yeah. thingy? Yeah. Segways. Segways. They're really fun. Really cool. Everybody wants Dangerous. one. Just like how everybody wants to go to, to passion for acting theater. Passion for acting theater. That's true. That's true. Wow. Wow. Um, Tell us about it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So <laughs> in all seriousness, <laughs> um, Passion for Acting Theater Company is uh, is our next ad. So I'm going to go ahead and read. Wow. Um, passion for Acting Theater Company has a passion for bringing excellent and entertaining live theater to audiences in Bartholomew mm. County. I apologize about that. Um, passion for Acting Theater Company was created in 2018. Uh, and they perform dinner theater productions at the terrific and eclectic Willow Leaves of Hope on the Square in Hope, Indiana. Their first production, The Miracle Worker, was a huge success and received great reviews from audience members. 
Since then, Passion for Acting Theater Company has performed 10 shows, ranging from comedies like The Kitchen Witches and The, Se- or and the Odd Couple, uh, to drama and suspense like the original murder mystery Angel Street, to classic children's literature like The Secret Garden and Anne of the Green Gables. Their next show will be Kalamazoo, a comedy about what happens when older folks try to get into the online dating scene. Kalamazoo will be performed at Willow Leaves of Hope in February 2023, just in time for a Valentine's date or to laugh the winter blues away. Enjoy a delicious dinner and a great night of entertainment at Willow Leaves of Hope. Uh, The phone number there is 812-341-7251. Call now to make reservations for this laugh out loud comedy. You probably see your boys there. I think we should go. We've talked we about better. it. I think we, yeah. Right? Yeah. Triflex expense. <laughs> <laughs> budget man. Budget uh, man. You got a couple of months d- to budget for this. David, can I, can I present a new uh, segment to you? Uh, by oh, Mimesis? yes. I want a new segment. This, we is, were this is called, this is called Tristan rants. Okay. So, so the previous, whatever, whenever Nick was on, I had great segues in and out of segues. We were mm-hmm. bouncing around like crazy and yep. I thought they were awesome. And you know what? Cole yep. said, I can't segue anymore. So you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to crap all over your segues now. <laughs> and the reason why it brings it up uh, in conjunction with him being a budget man, we uh, roll, roll in the segway. He's riding around. Look at him go. Everybody in the video, don't post any comments. Thank you for, for that segment. There, uh, Back to Segu- the there segue, regular segue schedule man. podcast. <laughs> there you go. Um, that was a great segue, by the way. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, Good job. Uh, I had you guys... no idea where you were going with it. <laughs> great. That was, that was a bad segue. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have anything else to add uh, on the old contract? I know where uh, I, I never look at contracts. I tried to segue back into it, but nobody wanted. You don't look at contracts. I, uh, I don't think I because he doesn't have one. Have That's one. true. Yeah. He is the only person it. here with a contract. Well, oh, I'm a contractor. <laughs> you are a contractor. <laughs> Of disease, <laughs> of words, pestilence. <laughs> pestilence. <laughs> I give very, very okay. Well, if you guys, <laughs> if you listeners have any questions about contracts or anything, um, we'd be happy to help in that department. Uh, it's something that we're definitely doing more of, and we're looking into to to expand into and, and do better mm-hmm. with. Oh, uh, we should also probably preface: we are not legal experts in anything, and and no, nope. yes, yeah, so we are not, not lawyers. We don't take anything. Take everything we say with a grain of salt. Nothing we say can be used for <laughs> most likely. For legal all we reasons. do is have a podcast. That's right. all for legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably just give you some resources. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Tell you smarter people to go to. Reach out to David and ask how to how to write a contract. That's what you should. Yeah. There you go. And I'll there reach out go. to somebody else and ask that same question. Perfect. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of segments. <laughs> Segway. Oh, yeah. a new segment, two Do in one episode. Sponsor. Yes. <laughs> another sponsor. Today we are sponsored by Apple Axe. Axe for men. Axe body spray. It's not even the body spray. It's literally axes yes. for men. Yes. Oh, we should do that. <laughs> axe for Just make yeah. axes for yes. men. Yeah. Axe for men. No, they're not, not for women. Oh, man. No, no, no. no. So it's like axe. It's like the that CEO. Company, the company would be canceled yeah. very quickly. <laughs> the, those college humor bits where the, the CEO of the company, it's usually Brennan or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he always pr- portrays the CEO and he always is a 
a very distraught CEO about how poorly the company's running. <laughs> and it's like the idea that the, great Axe, the Axe CEO, the guy that makes this high school body spray, is just like <laughs> really, body spray. He, he's like pushing this idea. He's like, we need to make Axe for women. And they like present this product and it's like literally Axes for uh, women. And he's like, no, like, no. how could you be so wrong? Like, it's kids like, are dying by using our like, actual What are you talking huffing. about? Why, what is this? It's like, didn't we buy Axe for men? <laughs> they roll it out the company they bought is just the wrong one and so it's like we wasted all this money on this it's I the- thought we were buying body spray axe for men they're like but smell the axe it smells good this is the phoenix axe it's- <laughs> this one's chocolate Shop. limited run yeah yeah so what's uh what's the real segment okay yeah. we have a new segment today uh I'm scared. presented by momitas <laughs> Yeah, focus. <laughs> focus, sir. Um, if anything, it's brought to you by DJI. Like all of our things, uh, we recorded on DJI mics. No, so I decided months ago today, mm. today, um, <laughs> we went through a new segment. <laughs> months ago today. And I, had, uh, I had a series of questions, eight mm. questions to be exact. So it's like 20 questions, but eight. Yeah. Um, That's hard. I just thought it would be fun to ask a couple people around the office, uh, Tristan, David, and Daniel, the people who were here today. (laughs) Um, I had them come down to my car, and I shut the door, and then I recorded them asking some questions. So, Mm -hmm. I had some questions about Triflix, about the office at Triflix, um, and then one question just kind of uh, shotgun out of a cannon, you know, just, uh, hey, what do you think? Just to spice it up a little bit. Is that a phrase? what shotgun out of a cannon no no shotgun. i mixed a couple different ones together uh, no, i'm genuinely uh, like i'm not calling you out to call I like you out it. i just wanted to know <laughs> no, no you don't know? Out, i'm out of this i'm out of the you ether i'm making up a lot of stuff Dude, shooting the cock the, the cock gun out of the cannon the shannon oh well wow, that's really cool um okay so i've got these questions <laughs> he's not looking at anything he was just acknowledging <laughs> himself yeah he's just like I'm, uh, cool. wow, I'm really cool uh. so this segment has no name i didn't have time for that so justin what's the name uh 20 questions minus 12 all right <laughs> i love it. That's it okay um so what i the, i segmented these out so uh the i'm going to tell you guys the question and then i'm going to play the actual audio here of the uh the answers so it uh each just for listeners out there uh each question will be answered in the succession of daniel david and then tristan your 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 watch is writing everything you just said (laughs) (laughs) go away s word i can't i can't say it because she'll wake up uh maybe uh okay so we're gonna jump right into this Uh, the first question that i asked everyone was what does triflix mean like the word the word triflex the fun thing about these is like some of these with tristan being co-founder some of these questions that i asked he only knows the answer to so it's funny to hear everybody's answer and then his answer at the end so okay my, uh, my jumble just make sure yeah. that our audio is sounding good over there but i'm gonna go ahead and pull this up for you guys you got it and play try three and so flex yeah. films i mean the proper definition would be like three films <laughs> That's pretty close. Either Tristan at the beginning and then merged with like flicks, like Netflix, <laughs> or like something cheesy with like the God. Do you really not know? Spirit. Like, try it. <laughs> <A> God related. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, probably the Tristan one though. He's got a big ego. I did the Coleandros. <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna get we're gonna get the real answer. You here. really don't know the, the. I don't know. You've been here for four years. Hey, you know what's funny? I didn't either. We've talked I about this. Cat came in and asked us. Like when she started, I told her. I told everybody. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. We this. need a mission statement. Okay, hold on. So Tristan's going to answer the question now. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's a uh, three entertainment categories, I guess. Three video categories. You kept in my whole education, inspiration. Yeah. Inter- oh, I entertainment, the, education, I the inspiration. I didn't know where the chai. That's where the chai came from. Yeah. So if you're Daniel was actually <laughs> right. Tristan flicks. Yeah. Tristan no, flicks. Daniel was right. Flicks. He said three films, tri yeah. flicks, and it was it was we wanted to focus yeah. on three areas of conveying information, and I feel like. Everything people consume is either informative, education, or inspiring, mm. and the best media tries to incorporate multiples. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought you had enough forethought for that. No. I thought you just liked how Triflix sounded, <laughs> and then you you made that up afterwards. That was uh, that was the way I named my past company. <laughs> I liked the way it sounded. Yeah, I think <laughs> and then it I made great. up a, I made up a thing later. Yeah, okay. they both have X's. Next question is, who is the office? Oh, um, by the way, our logo is actually based on it, too. That was uh, all of the logo iterations. I always tried to find ways to incorporate three, and that was actually the vertical three, and then we ended up adding things onto the side of it. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. That's why it has, like, the little three on each side. Now you know. Yeah. Okay. Next next question I asked was, who is the office joker? Like, who is the least serious? Okay. (laughs) I don't know. It's hard, because you guys have a different flavor of humor than I do, so (laughs) I can't can't say directly. How about... Who is the least serious person in the office? Least serious? Yeah. I mean, that's Tristan, but I don't say that for humor's sake. I say that for bing bong's sake. <laughs> that's fair. That's a great answer. The least serious? I don't know. Probably Tristan. <laughs> David doesn't take much serious. <laughs> They're probably going to say me, but I feel like David kind of, he's in and out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody but Tristan thinks it's well, true. I would have thought I would have said me just because I know that's what everybody would have said. And he said he's like I know everybody's gonna say me, but he said uh, he said you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I do my responsibilities, very... but beyond that, I don't have that much impact. You have a very casual <laughs> approach. Hard. Yeah, and I, that's what I, that's all I was saying. Yeah, I life think should you're... be more casual. Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna go with. You're also the only person that said if you had a billion dollars, you would still work at Triflex. That's true. <laughs> that is you true. have the best job here, <laughs> and you're a great friend. So next question, I wanted to ask uh, the opposite: who is the most serious? So here we go, David. Really? Uh, I would say depending on the day, sometimes it might be Cole, um, <laughs> but also it could be Daniel. Daniel is also kind of. He can be a little bit serious about some things, but uh, I don't know. It's like 50-50. Probably Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) That's my only answer. (laughs) Stand by it. What about you, Cole? I like how, uh, honestly, you know what's funny is I really thought everybody was going to say me. Nah. It just depends. Like yeah, I said, it depends. You have, you're just like a 50-50. Depends on whether or not If there's stuff you, to get done, you are you hone in and you're like, I got to do this. And I, I respect that a lot. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, I don't know, Daniel. Just, uh, I don't know what he does I'd probably say time. Daniel. <laughs> I would like say the last, last couple months, it's been Daniel. Yeah, he's pretty serious. Before yeah. that, I, I, don't I don't think know. it's a bad thing. 
No. Least bad thing yeah, you need that balance in the office. Exactly. Sugar yeah. note it. Okay, so the next question I asked was, what is something um, that you wish we would add to the office? A microwave. (laughs) (laughs) I want to eat hot food, and I don't want to spend money to do it. (laughs) That's fair. I would say, I wish we had... (laughs) I don't know. It's so perfect. I just love the office. The office manager does a great job. (laughs) He just buys everything that's needed for the office. Anything? Yeah. Elevator. Elevator. <laughs> just like just drop us the whole floor down. Either or. <laughs> I really want. I, I love being downtown. The parking is questionable, but Correct. if we at least had an elevator that we could like pull up to be so on nice. the first floor and unload, I would be content with that until. Yeah we're used to it and then we'd want something else i really i really liked a lot of tristan's answers they were things that Mm -hmm. like this was fun because i asked these questions and they weren't questions i had really thought too much about before and to hear everybody's answers i was like wow this was like a huge insight so i'm like i'm gonna have to start you guys are gonna start getting surveys in your emails you learn what everybody's struggle is daniel just wants warm food and i'm like i'm tired of carrying stuff and david's got a great day great life (laughs) loves his job he's just happy about it killing it over here Okay, this was one of my favorite questions. I asked everybody what they thought of the snacks in the office. <laughs> All right. Bland. Not not great. Uh-uh. Something's in the granola bars. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't help the office as far as smells go. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> then stop eating them. He keeps eating them, and he's, like, complaining about the smell. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop. There's something in them. <laughs> oh, these are good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's. We see will what... buy. We buy based on what's like goes consumed. quickest and yes. what's consumed. It's like obviously Lay's chips and Cheetos are always the last out. Yeah, and it's true. Like, it's true. If I see the, if we see the <laughs> granola bars going quick, now we know. Okay, let's see what David had to say. Uh, I like only about two of the like seven types of chips that are in the box um mainly i don't i don't like the ones that are like super greasy i don't glaze chips and so i yep i i just can't i'm on board with this guy we feel terrible uh um, affordable (laughs) that's my feeling i i wish we could afford more healthy snacks Mm. That's what I wish we could do. But even then, I know nobody else would eat the healthier version, so it doesn't matter. Tristan <laughs> <laughs> staring me down. I don't understand. You know what? This brings us back to uh, another little segment we like to call uh, Rants by Tristan, brought to you by Mamitas. Daniel, Daniel's answer is valid. Yours has no validity. I went to the store and I, I asked everyone prior. I said, "What do you want? What do, what kind of things do you want?" You said, "I like I like kettle chips." Yeah. I go to I go to Sam's Club. We have an entire box we do. specifically of kettle chips because Where? you worked hard they're last in month. There. And they're I was like, open. I was no, like, you can, they're for you. I bought yeah. them because that was the snack you prefaced. You said, "I want this snack," and I went to the store I and I bought we were... an entire box <laughs> of chips that only you asked for. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, Mamitas, for the sponsorship. I haven't opened them. I open them. Uh, You're the office manager. It's literally I your job. Go to through open. a box at a time. It's literally your job to open the box. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you waiting on? This is the most hot take. <laughs> office I, uh, snacks i thought we were gonna like slowly ration it out like once so, we get through so, the first box we open up so the next we box. eat all the snacks you hate and then we get to your box and then you complain when everybody else eats gone them in, like a day that's I true <laughs> i just uh i love this so much <laughs> i i i bought them for you i Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm pushing on everyone. This was fantastic, okay? okay? I told you that was my favorite question for many reasons. Yeah. Um I think we need to have a meeting about the snack situation. <laughs> okay. Uh my next question was oh, if you can oh, make sorry. We did acquire an air fryer just for Daniel, by the way. Oh, we did. I forgot. Yeah, it's here today. I'll, I'll bring it into the office nice. tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Sorry. He's going to be pumped. Yeah. I forgot we did that. And we got him a mouse pad. Daniel's just Wow. I getting the love. <laughs> I felt bad the other day. I came in. I literally went up to Tristan. And I was like, "Can we buy the boy a mouse pad?" He was just you're, you're just here scrunching and grinding on his desk for months. Well, he asked for it a while ago. And it was like ten dollars. I was like, "Buy the kid a mouse pad." Like it's been acquired. We <laughs> and forgot. Budget man I was like, "Well, we don't have money for that. <laughs> we bought too many kettle chips. <laughs> I bought David kettle chips. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, okay. My next question was if you could make one improvement without yeah. needing to run it by anybody, you could just yeah. say, I want this, it's done within Triflix. Mm -hmm. That's what I asked. So um, here we go. Better script writing, for sure. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to prove myself already. But overall, if I could just wish that into existence, That's fair. I would. We don't I have anyone here. Yeah, and he said he's he 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 said all all parties. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Paint all the walls a different color. That's very fair. <laughs> I, I hate the color of the walls. It's such an ugly color. Take out a credit line and hire someone to just shoot vlogs all day every day. Okay. I think these were all great things. Yeah. These all need to go in the uh, suggestion box or something. The walls and LEDs. I think just the color. Mm -hmm. of this building in general is horrid yeah however they're all very good points very grateful for the price point <laughs> yes and it is well within reason thank you <laughs> yes. laura thank you laura um okay next one was uh, a p piece of dream tech or camera equipment that you wish triflix had mm. hmm. probably a red camera mm, a super fast server yeah or just better computer stations for everybody Honestly, just a studio, like our own studio. I was gonna say a van, but what? Dream bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah. all valid points. <laughs> all very relative to what the person does in the office, too. That is we, true. We literally talked about almost all three of those things, like in a van, like having a mobile <laughs> studio, <laughs> have a server in the van, have cameras in a van, Dude, and just go. Get the, the it's literally all one thing. The ubiquities on top of the van, so it just like yeah. goes to hot spots around the city. Mm. Heck yeah. I thought it was funny that the boy asked for uh, red. I Because the, the Ronin fills my need for that. I don't know why he, he specified. We'll have to ask him to go into a little more detail on that. Cause, um, Tell him to drop the 30K. Oh, this is not. Did he specify what version? No, I, no. See, I mean Komodo's five. The, the Komodo, six or whatever. Yeah, we could have kitted out a Komodo 
when it was all said and done, but for a little more than the price of the Ronin. Yeah. Because you'd have to get a gimbal. Well, the functionality of just unlatching some things, leveling <sighs> your gimbal and turning it yeah. on is worth so much more to me than... It's beautiful. Yeah. But, we, but we, they have to use those proprietary stupid cards, like the red... Yeah, uh, mag, mag, red, red, red mags. mags or whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. so like we to me it was more, more of a functionality thing. But I wonder what it is that he thinks. <laughs> That's very dis- uh, <laughs> condescending. I wonder what it is that he would prefer about a red. Yeah, no, yeah. I think we should ask him. Um, okay, so I got one more question. This one was my off the cuff. Um, I said, if animals could uh, could talk, who do you think would be the rudest? <laughs> <laughs> The rudest animal? Yep. Dolphins. They're just snobs, like, first of all. <laughs> second of all, like, <laughs> stuff that dolphins do. Like, you think sharks are bad? Look up what dolphins can do. They're, they're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he's talking about, but it's just great? really funny that he knows. Isn't that great? So, uh, <laughs> I'm just curious. Can you guys guess what each of you said real fast? But... Tristan said and don't um, say yes or no just guess and then we'll play it through I don't know you would have just said something random like giraffe I bet you'll you'd say like a monkey okay they're like they're like the chimpanzees oh. of the sea just, <laughs> he had a little bit more <laughs> disgusting <laughs> disgusting oh, donkey <laughs> uh I don't know. Everybody's, uh, they can be jack. <laughs> probably like goldfish. Everybody always thinks they're really dumb and short term memory, and they're like probably really smart, and everybody's just like always insulting them to their face. And they're just, they're not having it. They're done. So they're not naturally mean. They're, you're just saying they're naturally oppressed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like they, they, they've had enough. And they, they've had too long. People have insulted to them. Yeah. sick their of it. face. Yeah. And they, get, like, they want revenge. They want revenge. <laughs> Which is also, I, I would, I would, in hindsight, I could have said beta fish just because the, the name, they didn't get a picket, but they're always known as the beta fish. It's true. Mm. It's like, I want to be the alpha fish. <laughs> Was that name already taken? Why did they have to be the beta fish? Yeah. Well, we were both wrong what, would, yep. what about you the rudest animal mm-hmm. well i think i think it's dogs dogs oh i think it's a. Uh, I think i think if they could talk i think yeah. they'd be sailors man yeah they'd just be cursing at each other oh yeah <laughs> no holds barred they just don't even care that's what i think they're they're always barking at each other i think they're i think they're cussing at each other <laughs> cicadas are just a bunch of cat calls yeah it's like the loudest 80 decibel uh, cat call they're like the uh, the minnows from uh spongebob nice i like that segment that was good yeah i like that it was almost as good as the the rant. Oh yeah, <laughs> sponsored by, by Mummy Tis. We're gonna go open up one of those and eat it now. Yeah, we're just uh, <laughs> we're just you know we're just stacking them up here, and then we're mm-hmm. gonna revolve some ones back in. I just figured we should keep it fresh for the first little while. So, oh no, sure. I love it. I love it. I don't know what other people like, but we're, we're <laughs> yeah, made this, I like we this. made this show for us. All right, yeah, it's true. Well, hey, to be fair, in my defense, the last time we had chips. We intentionally oh my gosh. put in front 
all of the chips nobody wanted to eat on this plate. Like, we want people to eat those. So when we had guests in, they would eat the chips we didn't want. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And so I was like, why would I open up all the good stuff? Then we would just be left with all the terrible. It sounds like we need a snack locker. We need a <laughs> we need a we need a cabinet we, that locks. We need a That's what I'm saying. I need to empty out my. Uh, I just moved from the apartment. Ration. I need to a- empty out all my. Uh, my uh, closing drinks. <laughs> you closing what? drinks? What? Anytime we close a deal, we, we we have drinks. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So we need closing drinks. I got you. I didn't know about this. I mean... Well, we, you're not part... <laughs> are you part are of the you executive closing? team? <laughs> are you closing? Am I closing? Coffee's Always for closers. be closing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember your name being on the commission board. I can change that. <laughs> right now, Daniel's uh, racking them in. He is. He's got a. He's got yeah. two. So, two big ones. Um, big plums. <laughs> down down in my plums. I was Purple thinking. shoe. <laughs> All this little the juice school, runs down. Little my school children <laughs> runs down with chin. Ready to take a farmer's market. Okay. <laughs> um, do we have anything else? Yes, we do. Uh, you know, speaking of stability, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about gimbals because this week's tip was about gimbals. Well, wow. for those of you who are not familiar, uh, a gimbal is an electronic stabilizer uh, for camera gear. That can Ooh. be it can go beyond that, but for for the sake Why of would you use what we do. Uh, well, you know, uh, what's the, what's the one, uh, Clo- Cloverfield? Is that Blair, the- f- Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Is yeah, both a of, older, both older of. horse, <laughs> uh, genre. Yeah, go- Really lean into it. Go watch some, uh, clips of those and you'll understand why these things have become very popular. It, it fits for the story, but at the end of the day, you're just like, ah, oh, you feel like you've been riding a car with no suspension up at a rocky hill. If you want to learn more about Cole's motion sickness, uh, <laughs> we talk about that all the time, actually. If you want smooth, just the very buttery shots, mm-hmm. uh, this is this is one of the devices that is an affordable way to get to that. Yeah, think uh, of without all the, using a dolly or something. All like that. the Marvel <laughs> movies they overuse them, in my opinion. But uh, there's a time and a place. Don't do, get me wrong. Do movies without gimbals, like if they lean really heavy into it, like the Jason Bournes and the uh, I don't know Blair Witch, do those make you feel nauseous at all? No. Okay. No, I mean most most of them i don't want to say all of them but most of the films like that it's tastefully used it depends but i'm just saying it's tastefully used it gets used in the right parts right it's like you get shaky yeah. cam during the fight scenes in born i don't know that jason Bourne movies man it's like somebody Never me. somebody strapped a camera to the end of a weed eater and just <laughs> let it rip let <laughs> it rip and I, like and then like eventually it like <laughs> times up with the the, yeah. the shutter so like you just see like like slight deviations in the Wasn't motion it rotation. Jason Bourne, one of the later ones where like there was a super cut of a guy jumping over a fence and it like does like ten cuts of like they probably did that because they do everything every once in a while over the top jumping over a fence and there's like ten different camera angles. It's disorienting. You have to cover shots like that with extra shots because you didn't do it in camera with like a trained. Mm-hmm. Generally, you do it for that reason. But <clears throat> if you have someone trained, you could do it with a gimbal and do a oneer or more extravagant shots or use VFX to fill it. And that's what like big productions like Marvel do, mm-hmm. where they rely on jibs and gimbals, which you can put a gimbal on a jib. It's like a big arm. It's called a gimbal. A gimbal. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the gym, working real hard. So, so these are things we have here at the office, though. Is the gimbals. We don't have a jib, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, uh, no but yeah, no, we've, <laughs> yes, we don't have any gimbals. 
So uh, in our video that we made this week, uh, we, we showed all three of the options we have here. Uh, we have uh, all of them are DJI products, which I, in my opinion, uh, they are not the cheapest. Hashtag not sponsored. Yes, hashtag not sponsored. But we could be. Uh, we ask should me. Be. Email us. <laughs> do we have con- contact at triflix.com? Yeah, we do. Perfect. Hit us up there. Or <laughs> DJI, DJI. We know you're listening. Just, just, just hit us up, man. Deity, you're listening. Yeah, don't, don't listen. Care about Disney. Um, so <laughs> we, we have care about Disney. Disney. No Disney. As we just referenced is. Marvel like four times. Yeah. So we have three different kinds. They're all DJI's. We have the Osmo Mobile. We use that for our phone. Uh, we shoot. We shoot a lot of projects now with the iPhone 13 Pro in ProRes format with Filmic. We just started using that app. It's been amazing. Told you my phone could do what we do. Not so much. <laughs> Again, we're using a different format. You're, I know you're trying to get a rise out of me and it's working, but we shoot a different format that you have to enable on an iPhone to use in general, which mm-hmm. I shot, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes worth of footage the other day at yeah. all 4K60 and it was 200 gig. So yeah. <laughs> just consider that if you want to hear a bigger discussion on this watch our last uh, podcast episode no two 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 podcast episodes yeah. ago I, I, yeah. I, it's not quite a third tri- tristan rant in one episode but uh for somebody that's big of a proponent of reducing server size you kind of overshot for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> But I figured, ah, you know, what's another 30 frames? It won't change that much. So, like, for reference, a shoot this size on your old phone generally would be 40 gigs-ish? 50? Uh, 50? I don't know. I haven't really done this one yet with the phone. Um, like, like if you Normally, shot... a walkthrough would be probably 40 to 60 gig, yeah. So, quadruple the size. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I figured more frames, but, yeah, more Because went from, like, but, HD to 4K and then 30 to 60. So, yes. what, what value yeah. do we get from shooting in that way? Well, here's the thing. I like 60 FPS because it's real. It's I just think it's so smooth. I, I've just always loved high FPS, mm-hmm. just film mm-hmm. in general. Uh, yeah. Tristan, he don't like it, which I get it. It's not It's not the thing. It's not the standard. It's not the, the artistic thing. Yeah. I think it looks great. He doesn't like it, which is fine. So I, I do. There are times where it looks good. I think it's an application thing. I think it depends on what content I'm consuming. Yes. And, and I, my thought behind it, I was thinking of you guys, okay? I shot at 60 because I was like, if anything needs to be slowed down, they have the option. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that that's was accurate. the point. <clears throat> yep. Most, mostly. The other part <laughs> is I don't really fully understand the different ProRes codecs. <laughs> oh. So I shot in 422HQ. <laughs> Which is the biggest, the highest. Yeah. So, again... <laughs> is it? I yeah. thought there was 444. Well, there is, but, but the highest I could do on the phone. Yeah, oh, yeah. The so phone. generally we shoot LT, and, and all this means is how much data does your phone write whenever it takes a, a photo or a video? Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, it's specifically video. Um, so whenever you change it to the higher setting, it just writes more data, which allows you more flexibility when you're editing. However, the difference is between LT, the lowest, and HQ, the highest. You said HQ, right? Yep. Yeah. The difference <laughs> between that is about four times, well, two two to four times, it depends on the phone and stuff, two to four times the file size and the amount of data you get is not significant for mm. what we do. Right. If you're, for sure. If you're doing like sunset color grades, sure. 
but for 99% of users, LT is well within what you need. Even proxy sometimes. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. yeah. Depends on what it is. Yep. You're not going to be doing any like editing afterwards. Yeah. But proxy can look great. Yeah. So if was, you ever was, shoot proxy, I'll shoot you in the foot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, LT is the lowest you go. Okay. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's my whole thing is like, uh, I want to shoot. I want it to look good. So I'm just going to max out all my settings in that way. No, you might be mad about this file size, but at least that's the only thing. Yeah. No, I'd rather too much than not enough. And honestly, as we much talked about this. I wanted you that, to go through the app with me. The fact that we're talking about this means it probably should be a tip video. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, true. I'm down with yeah, that. Explainer. We can talk about ProRes Good codex. Explainer. Yeah, just something simple that shows graphs of like how how big it is, but then also if you grade it, because that's really the reason you would do it as grading. Right. It's mm-hmm. like how much more color do I get? Yeah, it makes it makes a big difference. And uh, for those of you listening as well, Filmic Pro is an app that you can download on your iPhone that really unlocks some any, some video potential. Any phone. It's Android too. Oh, it's Android too. Yeah, that's oh, really gotcha. cool. So yeah, so I guess it, it's cross-platform. So uh, yeah, you should definitely. I mean, if you're into it, I mean, so many people they have a lot of potential in their pocket, and if you can't afford a camera, like use it. It's a thirty or forty dollar app. Like buy it and yeah. and do the thing because this this will unlock a lot more potential, especially on the iPhone, just with being able to use ProRes. Well, with any phone, really, because a lot of times you're the manufacturer does uh, software limitations that prevent your phone running uh, less stable, you know? Yeah. But the value you gain is you get more features or more resolution or, or the camera can do more basically. Well, and manual controls. And manual controls. So it's, it's like huge. There's, there's the idea that the company's doing it for your protection because your phone will last longer because it's not being pushed 100% all the time. But then there's also the idea of, well, if you want the better camera, you'll just pay more for the better version. A lot of times it's the same camera and the same processor in all the phones and they just do software limitations so that you'll buy the better one. Yeah. But if you download an app, it's your phone. The Apple yeah. lost that court case like 15 years ago. So if you want to download an app to use the hardware, it's your choice. And, and Filmic Pro, it actually unlocked the capability to, to not only or to not shoot ProRes in only 4K30, but be able to shoot in 4K60. Yeah, mm. Apple limits you to 4K30 and ProRes within their. Hey, that's got to. I genuinely think that's not malevolent. That's probably an overheating issue. Well, that or again size, because I can shoot a mm. if I shoot in just regular formatting, um, you know, QuickTime or .mov. Like if you shoot in that, like I can probably shoot 4K60. And take a, you know, two or 300 megabyte yeah. within a five yeah. minute video. But there there were files that were 16 gigabyte a piece. Well, Could imagine a storage issue too, because there's yeah. some um, types of storage that are slower, faster. Yeah. Uh, for and, right uh, speeds. Might, yeah. So yeah. you drop all frames. That. Yeah. Well, and, and like also like imagine a general user who's like, well, I learned about this app and it's real cool. And also mm-hmm. I'm live streaming for my family's bar mitzvah. And oh, for yeah. four hours, I'm going to live stream at 4K60 or something like that. It's like, not going to be a problem. The Facebook's not going to limit <laughs> it. And then they're also 5G. trying to like charge their phone or something at the same time. So it's like the Facebook it doesn't explodes. even use anything higher than 720 for their live streams. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe they're going to mm-hmm. Twitch or whatever. Maybe they're actually using 4K. But even then, they're not using 60. So it's like the phone just genuinely doesn't need to do it. And even if you do it, it's not going to work right. Like, yeah. So I don't think all companies that software lock their phones are, you know, trying to charge an extra nickel. Some of it's for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Well, bringing it back around, uh, Filmic actually does enable uh, interface with the Osmo Mobile Gimbal. 
Ooh, so you can cool. actually use, you can map the controls on the gimbal itself. It has like a directional pad and a couple other buttons. You can actually map those to do different things. So if you want to change exposure or ISO um, or zooming and changing lenses or focus racking, you can do all that through a physical interface, which is really cool. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, if your hands are full too, does that, I mean. Makes all the difference for like, sure. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, to get a stable shot with a gimbal, it is usually, I mean, it's recommended to definitely have two hands to help mm-hmm. stabilize everything. Um, because, as spoke about in the video, there are three axes normally located on the gimbals. Um, what, pan, tilt, and roll? Uh, those are those are the, the usual. So, there's one thing that you normally miss out on. So, the Osmo Mobile has the three. Um, the next step up for us, we have the Ronin SC. It is an older model, but uh, it's it was one of the first really good, affordable, smaller form factor gimbals. And we use that with our mirrorless DSLRs like the Nikons. Mm. That is also a three axis. So what you lose in those is the up and down motion of your arms. So you'll see people do these little steady walks with the gimbal. And it's because that up and down control, your Z axis, that is not controlled by the gimbal itself. So it'll help a little bit and your stabilization stabilization in the camera will help with that as well. But DJI was like, hey, we're gonna take this to a whole other level. And they released the Ronin 4D, which it's called 4D because it has the four axes. And the one they added was the Z and that is the straight up and down um, stabilization. So as you'll see in our video, we take the Ronin 4D and we, we bump it up and down and you can see that that arm that holds the camera actually stabilizes the camera, mm-hmm. which is just, it's insane. You guys got to go see the video if you haven't. It shows all three of the different gimbals in use, stabilizing the cameras. It's amazing. <laughs> and uh, there's a little, there's a example in there as well that goes back and forth on the, uh, 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 on what's uh, a stabilized shot and what's not. Sorry, lost it. Ah. So there's an example. I love examples. Yeah. So gimbals are important. They, uh, if especially if you're wanting to get, I think the smooth look also helps to convey a more cinematic look. It does until mm. it doesn't. <laughs> I I would say yes. it's like it's like it's like um the the bridge between uh like entry and cinema is like always getting closer and closer with like. Uh, shallow depth of field like we talked about previously it's like that was unattainable everybody was shooting at f22 handy cams and it's like now you have that and then you're also getting like gimbals now and that's like mm. everybody on tiktok on social media youtube everybody can get one right now like yeah. we, we talk about that in the videos like you know you can get one for your cell phone it's like a hundred bucks and that's awesome so I would say well, like and just to reference that really fast since you said it so the yeah. Osmo is like a hundred hundred fifty um the our sc was somewhere from like 350 to 450 something like that and they have a new 2.0 version uh i think they're around the same price mm-hmm. um and then the ronin is a lot of money so yeah. <laughs> just well, just to put it in perspective sorry. yeah so it's like it's those um things are getting more attainable and it's yes. kind of like the uh the thing we were talking about earlier with um like different looks like 24 fps looks good to me because that's the way cinema looks but yes as that gets more attainable now people are growing up and they're not associating that look with cinema they may be associating that same look of gimbal shallowed up the field and like 24 fps with social media so it's like what's the next um like version of media 
consumption that is going to be unattainable for consumers to produce you know like how can what can triflex not make but hollywood can and right right now that's like the wall and the void and all these things it's Mm -hmm. like until having tvs the size of a room yeah so until like those things become accessible that's like going to be the next forefront and that's like what we try to do with triflex is like we're always trying to find out what is on the cutting edge and like how can we try to adapt and like working with dolly and stable diffusion it's like that is so forefront for this for our industry it's like how to use ai to create art and instead of being afraid of like it's going to take our jobs it's like no people still have to run it 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 still has to be learned and if you don't want to learn somebody else will and yeah i mean i i it's like ikea versus paying somebody to make you a chair yeah it's like people are still going to make chairs Mm -hmm. and people still pay buttloads of money for a handmade wooden chair yeah, but the bridge between that and like a pile of sticks that you built in your backyard for <laughs> yeah. when you were four years old is like that divides getting smaller, mm-hmm. but that level of quality, um, that extra bit of quality you get from a custom chair may cost 10 times more. Right. And not everybody's going to view it as 10 times better. But that's like why we do what we do is like that 10% better is still worth it to us and we want to get mm-hmm. as close as we can to it. Dang. Yeah. That was an awesome plug. Yeah. I think we're going to end on that. Sweet. Go I dig sh- it. Go check out the things. Wow. Read, yeah. read us out, producer. We man. like making the things. Yeah, that- we got some awesomeness going on. If you haven't seen the uh, Halloween video, I know we're coming up on a week, but hey, give it a give it a uh, watch. We had a lot yeah. of fun making it. Uh, again, I'm pretty proud of it, so go check it out. Uh, we should have some more new stuff. Who knows what it is, but uh, it should be out. Is um, I don't know yet. Is it not? Um, no. We'll VF- see. I did good VFX. It'll be out. Whatever. It, it's going to be out at some point. We have to decide when. <laughs> Follow, so. subscribe, so you don't miss it. That's yeah, what, I'm, that's what I was going to say. So <laughs> we've got a lot going on. We're getting ready to wrap up the year. So there's a lot of cool stuff that we're trying to wrap up and push out before January. So pay attention. Check everything out. Subscribe. Do all the things. Hit the buttons and the bells and the dings and uh, yeah. Go to triflix.com and eat your freaking cattle chips. <laughs> No! No! I don't want to!